Hello, you're listening to the Cassandra Mac Podcast, where we maximize success and de-stress from the mess all through a biblical lens. Make sure to hang out until the end. I have a special prayer that I'm going to pray just for you. When you get a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMacMinistries.com. Check out our books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, t-shirts, all designed with your mental health in mind to inspire you to live your blessed life. So where are you listening from? What country, what city, what state? Let me know in the comments. If this is your birthday month, happy birthday to all of my July babies. Thank you to those of you who support the ministry each week with your financial offerings, who support this podcast. We could not do what we do without your consistent generosity. I thank God for you and my prayer is that God continue to bless you richly. Today's podcast is being sponsored by the I Choose to Live Blessed collection, which is a collection of mugs, t-shirts, hoodies that remind us to choose to live blessed instead of stressed. It's available at CassandraMacMerch.com. So today we are continuing our discussion on four types of people who you don't want to trust with your friendship. So last week in part one, We talked about the importance of not making friends with a person who is hot-tempered and number two, a person who is envious. And the foundational scripture came from Proverbs 12 and 26, the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So we are supposed to choose our friends carefully because friends are people that you spend a lot of time with or you talk to them about things that are deeply personal or that you allow yourself to be vulnerable with if you consider this person a true blue friend and the older you get you find that you will probably have maybe one or two true blue friends you may know a lot of people when you go to high school college in the workplace that you go to lunch with do things with and we may use the word friend loosely But you will probably find that the older you get, you probably have maybe one, you're lucky if you have two, you're really blessed, uh, people that you can count on in a pinch, they can count on you in a pinch, uh, because friendships are reciprocal, it's not one-sided, it is about give and give. And so let's talk about the other two types of people that you don't want to make close friendships with. And again, it doesn't mean you can't pray for them. It doesn't mean that you are to be unkind. It just means that you are not to develop a close association. It's your life. You can associate with whoever you want to, but there are problems. This is what the Bible is getting at that come with making friends with certain characteristics of people and that you will probably sign up for more problems than you really, uh, you know, want to have to deal with. And so the third type of person is a gossip. A person who loves to gossip lives for the gossip. You want to be mindful of that. And so this is what the Bible says in Proverbs 16, verse 28. It says, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. So a perverse person is a vicious person. So we should also stay away from people who are vicious because they stir up conflict. 
and a gossip separates close friends. So if ever you have been part of a friendship group, maybe there's a group of you that go bowling together, a group of you that go hiking together, a group of you that do brunch, whatever the thing is that you do, a group of people that you know from work and maybe sometimes you get together and you find that there's a lot of uh, conflict within the group. There's infighting within the group. There is constantly saga or some sort of saga and drama or he say, she say, you say, we say, I say going on. Usually there is one person who was at the root. There may be a few people carrying the rumor, but there is usually one person who's kind of the ringleader and they enjoy gossip. But think about what the Bible is saying that a perverse person stirs up conflict. So there's a degree of viciousness to want to see conflict and stir up conflict. And then it goes on to say a gossip separates close friends because what can happen when you uh, are in the midst of a he say, she say, and you really don't know what was said, who was said, you don't have any context and you're being told, well, let me tell you what someone so said about you. It is easy for friends to fall out because one person is feeding both friends negative information. And sometimes what you will find, this happens a lot. So kind of be on the lookout for this. When you have someone who's a highly manipulative personality and they are a user, a taker, but they uh, wear a mask. So they're not uh, leading with that quality. They're leading with niceness. So you are under the impression that this is a person who's cool, but they have an agenda. And maybe there is a person in the friendship group who they wanna get close to and you're cool with that person. So they're using you to get close to somebody else. So oftentimes when you have a personality type like this, they will feed the person who they're trying to get close to gossip about you to kind of see if they'll take the bait so that they can turn you against one another get you out of the group and befriend that person so this could be a person who has more resources than you this could be a person in the group who has a more disposable income and they're generous and this person wants to get close to that person they're generous with their money this person wants to get close to that person because they know this is the person that'll pay you know somebody's way for brunch if they don't have it when you all go out for brunch and you know it's no big deal to them this is the person who will treat them to gifts and so forth and they are a user and so they come into the friendship group with the sole purpose of really wanting to connect with that person and i'm using money but it can be something else it could be that they have uh, uh influence in a certain arena and they can get into places that maybe you can't get into because they can get on the guest list of this place and that place so you may have an individual who is a user who wants to get close to that person and they see you as the gatekeeper because they know that person through you and they will stir up gossip to separate a friendship so you have to be mindful of making close friends with a gossip and my grandmother used to say I have a lot of sayings from my grandmother and she was a very wise woman and she would always say you know a dog that carries a bone will bring one back and that was her way of saying be careful of a person who wants to be so quick to tell you what somebody else is saying about you because when you're not in the room you don't know what they're saying and you don't even know if it's true they could be totally making it up 
be careful around a person who's spreading someone else's business or I'm not one to gossip or don't say anything, but she's really going through a hard time. And the reality is if she wanted me to know she was going through a hard time, she would have told me directly. It wouldn't have to come through a third party. And so that person is spreading somebody's business and it's not their place to do so. So the individual trusted this individual with, uh, you know, confidential personal information and you have no regard for their privacy, no regard. And so a gossip separates close friends. And the thing about a gossip is a lot of times a gossip is not self-aware. They don't want to be self-aware because by them not being self-aware, they could evade accountability and be like, no, it just slipped. And you're like, how many slips can you have? Like every time somebody tell you something, you slip. And so a gossip separates close friends. So it's going to be difficult to maintain a friendship built on the foundation of loyalty and trustworthiness how can you build loyalty and trustworthy trustworthiness with an individual who you cannot trust so you got to be mindful again it doesn't mean you can't pray for the person it doesn't mean that you need to be nasty when you see them and you're coming in and going out but as far as talking to them about your private business spending a lot of time and here's the other thing the reason why it's also important to curtail the amount of time you spend whether it's time on the phone or time in person is because you may set out to not tell your business to this person who gossips but the more time you spend with someone it's just natural that you become more comfortable and you forget about their true character because that's not in the forefront of your mind if they catch you in a vulnerable moment and they're the only one who is there listening and you may reveal a lot of things about your life that they don't need to know because then they tell other people. They tell people who they know don't like you or they tell other people whether they like you or not. And it's not their business. If you wanted them to know, you would have told them. So you got to be careful with a gossip because the Bible says a gossip separates close friends. And I believe that perversion and gossip go hand in hand because gossip also stirs up conflict, right? When a, when a person is, well, so-and-so said, and I always say, don't tell me what nobody said about me if you're going to follow it up with don't say nothing because I'm going to say something. So don't tell me, oh, I, I, you know, uh, 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 I, I shouldn't be saying this, but you know, Lisa said, but yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to ask Lisa and I'm going to tell her you said it. So we all going to get together to straighten this out because what you're not going to do, what you're not going to do is play one against the other. And so we want to bring this as an open rebuke to the surface so that first of all, I can even find out if it's true. And second of all, I can decide what the next steps are, but we, we're not going to play the game. Mm -mm. See, because if I'm your friend, I'm your friend to the end. And I'll tell you a true story in my own life of a woman who was trying to get close to me and it wasn't sincere. It was to use me. And we had a mutual friend who is, who's my good friend. And we were having lunch, me and the other person who I was getting to know. And as the lunch was going on, you know, she seemed nice enough, whatever have you. She brought up uh, our mutual friend. We're going to call my mutual friend. Uh, let's see, Jane. <laughs> Jane is going to be the mutual friend. That's not her real name. So she started talking about Jane. And basically just telling some private things that were Jane's business. And I knew these things, but still it wasn't this person's 
place to tell me because she don't know if I know this or not. And so she was going on and just basically throwing mud all over Jane's name. And I was like, let me stop you right here. I said, Jane, number one, is not here to defend herself. I'm going to call Jane so that you could tell her what you're telling me. And I got on the phone and I dialed Jane. And I said, Jane, I'm going to call the other woman, Sally. That's not her real name. I'm here with Sally. And uh, Sally was just sharing some things that maybe you might want to know. Sally, you have anything you want to say? She was real quiet. She was furious, of course, because people don't want to be called out. Don't play with me if I'm your friend. See, Jane is my friend, and I'm not going to sit there and let you dog Jane out and think that I'm a co-sign on your foolery. And so, of course, she had nothing to say. And I said, all right, I'm going to talk to you later, Jane. I was just, it just seemed like Sally had some things she wanted to share with you. But I guess she had a change of heart. And I said, uh, Sally, this should cover my lunch. You know, I pay for, you know, my, uh, you know, end of the, 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 the lunch. And I said, uh, I'm going to leave and, and uh, you take care. And so I didn't even want to get to know her beyond that because she showed me who she was. And this, you know, this was a while ago. It had to be more than like 10 years ago. But the story still, you know, uh, holds true. That you got to be mindful of people who want to separate close friends. And the reality was she wanted to be my friend because at that time, you know, I'm, I'm heavily involved in training circles. And she wanted to use me for my resources and kick my other friend to the curb. And that's not cool. So you got to be mindful of a person who stirs up conflict and who is a gossip. And the thing about a gossip is they do not like for you to be direct and they do not like for you to give them an open rebuke. But it shows that like, you know what, you're not going to sit here and play one against the other, not in my presence. Like I'm straight up and this is not cool. And I left it at that. I never went into the details of what she said about the other friend because it wasn't my place to go back and forth to gossip. I just gave it an opportunity when I called my friend to say anything you want to share because it seemed like you got a lot to say. So I'm, I'm presuming you want to share this with her personally. Then it was it was crickets. Well, why are you so quiet now? Just two seconds ago, you had a whole lot to say. See, we, we straight up over here. We don't play these games. And... That was the end of that. And, you know, we never brought it up again. I just let it be. But the point is, you have to be mindful of people like that because they will play one against the other. Come into your friendship group to create all kind of mayhem and chaos because sometimes there's one particular person who has a resource and they want to, they want to get close to them. And here's the thing. If she'll do it to her, She'll do it to me. So you're already showing me I can't trust you because you're so ready to throw your friend under the curb. And you knew this person. You just met me. You knew this person and you're ready to throw her under the bus. That's not cool. So be mindful of people like that. The fourth person that you want to be mindful of having a friendship with, you don't want to make friends, is a person who is selfish and stingy selfish and stingy i'm not talking about a person who's frugal and who has to watch their resources i'm talking about a person who's selfish and stingy and that's just not money a person can be selfish and stingy with their 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 time and so this can be a person who keeps you on the phone for hours to vent about all of their problems and they want you to constantly be emotionally available to them 
and the far and few times that you call them because you need a listening ear, you need to vent, you need the comfort of a friend. Girl, I'm busy. Dude, I ain't got time for that. But you had all the time in the world when you was talking to me for three hours for the 17th time about the fact that this person cheated on you. And I sat there and listened to your foolery. But yet you ain't got time to hear what I got to say. And if you notice that that's a pattern, that the person is selfish and stingy, you got to be mindful of that. Again, it's your life. Be friends with whoever you want to be friends with. You want to be friends with selfish people, gossiping people, and do you. But if you want to use wisdom as you are choosing friends, this might not be the wisest choice. Again, it doesn't mean that you got to be enemies. A lot of people feel like it's all or nothing. When I'm talking about friends, I'm really talking about your close associations, right? So you may know a lot of people and you may know people that are selfish, people that gossip and you're not enemies. You know how to bob and weave. You know how to say hi and bye and keep it moving. You know how to make small talk, but not really let a person in your inner circle. So what I'm talking about specifically is who is in your inner circle that you're trusting with your heart because you can't trust a gossip with your heart. You can't trust an envious person with your heart. You cannot trust a hot-tempered person with your life <laughs> because they may get you hemmed up into a situation that can go south real quick. You cannot really trust a stingy person with your heart because they will throw in your face what they do for you because they're constantly calculating every little thing they do. Even if the little things are no comparison to what you do. And so Proverbs 23, Proverbs 23, verses 6 through 8 tells us this. Do not eat the bread of a man who is stingy. Do not desire his delicacies, for he is like one who is inwardly calculating. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the morsels that you have eaten and waste your pleasant words. My God. And so when you eat the bread of a stingy man, right? And a stingy man means mankind, man or woman. This really is talking about the resources, whether it's time, emotional energy, whatever it is, a person does something for you. Because you got to understand that some people give gifts with strings attached. I did a whole video on that. Some people give you gifts with strings attached. They've given you a gift, but there's, the gift comes with a hidden agenda that they're not being upfront about. And so they've given you $20, but they expect dot, 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 and you can fill in the blanks as opposed to just being straight up. I'm doing this. Will you do this in return? That gives you the option to say yes or no. But when a, an agenda is hidden, you are walking into a trap because you don't know what you're walking into. And so the scripture says, do not eat the bread of a man who is stingy, meaning an individual who is stingy. Then it goes on to say, don't even desire his delicacies. You don't want to take nothing from a stingy person. Don't even desire, don't desire nothing from them because inwardly they are tit for tat calculating every little thing. Eat and drink, but his heart is not with you. That's what he says. So there are people that is like, I got you, I got you. And they are nowhere to be found when the ish hits the fan. Yet they say, I got you, but their heart ain't with you. So you got to be mindful of dealing with this type of person. And again, it doesn't mean you got to cut off everybody in life because people tend to be extreme. I'm cutting everybody off. Then you won't know anybody. But it really is about being wise and discerning with respect to who you shared 
your life with, right? So you can know lots of people. You could have went to school with lots of people, but you're probably not close friends with everyone you went to school with, even though you're cordial. You might live in a small town where you see people, hey, good morning, Mr. So-and-so, good morning, Sally, good morning, Jane, good morning, Jim, good morning, Bob. So you're cordial, you're civil, somebody car break down, you do the neighborly thing, you, you give them a ride, you, you, you're, neighbor, you're neighborly. But neighborly is not the same thing as disclosing, oh, I'm going through this in my marriage, I'm going through this with my kids, uh, uh, I'm going through this or whatever the thing is that you talk about. I don't know. You would have to fill in those blanks. That's not for me to say. But whatever those things are that you may talk about, right? You want to be mindful of that. And you really want to be mindful of your private business with, with anybody. You know, my grandmother used to always say, learn to keep your own counsel or take it to God. But maybe you're feeling depressed or you're feeling anxious, whatever the issue is. Know that you can't trust everybody with your vulnerabilities. So you have to be mindful. And again, it's your life, do you. But it goes without saying that it is helpful to really begin to see, you know, can I base this friendship on solid ground? So again, you can be neighborly. Doesn't mean, you know, it may even mean the neighbor invites you to the barbecue, you come to the barbecue, but you know that you're not going to talk about anything personal. So you'll make those decisions as situations arise, but you want to know in your mind, you want to be able to distinguish who is in your inner circle that you would consider a close friend versus who are your associates, meaning you know them, there's no bad blood, when you see them, you're cordial, you're friendly enough, but friendly enough still doesn't mean that you're going to talk about the most private things going on in your life and that you're going to open your heart to them fully, but you can still be neighborly, right? We are supposed to walk in love. So with that being said, I hope that you found today's uh, podcast helpful, parts one and parts two. And uh, if you would like to just dive deeper into really mastering your mindset. I have a book. It's designed for the workplace, but the skills are transferable. And it's called Master Your Mind, Mood, and Attitude in the Workplace. Again, it's designed for the workplace, but it's an A to Z guide to protect your mental well-being. And although it's designed to do it at work, you can practice these same things in your personal life. And that's Master Your Mind, Mood, and Attitude in the Workplace, available at Amazon. Some of my books are available at Barnes & Noble. Some are available at Walmart and Target, but all at Amazon. A lot of you who own your own business have a book, a podcast, ask how can you advertise in the Cassandra Mac podcast. If you would like to leverage the reach of the Cassandra Mac brand, you can find out more about advertising on the podcast by going to my business website, strategiesforempoweredliving.com, strategiesforempoweredliving.com. Click on the link that says advertise in the Cassandra Mac podcast, and you will find the details from there. Also, I would encourage you, if you're not yet a member of the YouTube channel, become a member. There are three levels of membership, and each level comes with different uh, perks there is a level of membership where you get a monthly devotional ebook from me. There's a level of membership where you get access to the recordings of our weekly church by phone service. Of course, 
live church by phone is always free always open to the public but if you want the recordings that comes with being a tier two member or higher there's a level of membership where you will get access to a monthly uh, well-being self-care call that happens every month it's a live call where you can join me live on the telephone talk with me live on the phone and that happens uh the first wednesdays of the first wednesday of every month beginning the month of july 2023 so those are some of the things that uh, you can take advantage of if our ministry has been a blessing to you consider giving a financial offering every bit helps also share the podcast episode across your social media networks share the videos if you would like more inspirational tips tools and teachings you can always join me each and every sunday for church by phone for more information about church by phone visit our ministry website cassandramacministries.com you can also follow me across my social media channels the links are in the video description box let's close out with a prayer thank you father god for giving us the wisdom to choose our friends wisely Help us to learn how to choose our friends so that we are not developing close associations with someone who is hot-tempered or envious or gossiping or extremely selfish and stingy. Help us to still walk in love, but to guard our heart concerning our areas of vulnerability and our uh, giving of our trust, Father God. Help us to be wise in those areas. Father God, we thank you. We ask that you strengthen the hedge of protection around our lives and our loved ones. We ask that you lead us and guide us into all truth and that you order our footsteps. We thank you for life. We thank you for health. We thank you for breath. And we ask that you just continue to bless us. And we're so grateful. We give you all the glory and all the honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Be blessed, everyone. And remember to be a blessing wherever you go. I love you. God bless you.